0: welcome to the midnight train to sleepy hills we hope you enjoy your ride and we ask all guests to be aware of your surroundings because there is danger in sleepy hills additionally we will be releasing new episodes weekly so stay tuned and please like and subscribe now back to our latest installment Outside of the bar, a crowd of strangers who did not speak a word, stood aimlessly, almost waiting for a command. Back in the bar, Officer Mueller pondered what was shared with him. And although all he wanted to do is get drunk, an image of a wolf being struck by a truck them being shot and not dying just seemed to him just a bad dream. However, the look from the man's face and eyes told him he was dead serious. Thank you for reporting this information. So now I'm going back to where I left off. Hey, bartender, bring me another shot of Jack and another beer. Oh, okay. Said the man, I'm glad I got to tell you because It just feels like something is, just feels off in Sleepy Hills. People are disappearing and the rumors are starting to creep me out. Gordon was on the verge of snapping at the man as he turned his back on him. It was as if it was on cue. The man turned around and began to leave him before the tongue lashing was going to be received. On the dance floor, Wendy and Max couldn't take their hands off each other. A bead of sweat rolled down Max's forehead. Wendy's body felt so hot, and yet full of bursting energy. It had been ages since she had danced like this. It was as if time was standing still, and despite the crowd, it was just the two of them. I had no idea you were such a good dancer, remarked Wendy. Neither did I, was the response back to the grin. Her right hand grabbed Max's rib for leverage as the pace in the music sped up. Less than five feet from Wendy was Bruce and Margaret. The pace of dancing from those two was half the previous duo. The slower but elegant spins from Margaret as Bruce guided her hand. Above her head as she spun around. To Bruce, this reminded him of ballerinas spinning around with a background of snowflakes and a mirror floor. Bruce couldn't take his eyes from Margaret. This moment in a sleazy bar was of all the places his wife shined her smile and closed eyes, with a disco light shower showing. There she was, spinning around with rock music and the ground no longer visible because of the smoke machine. Bruce thought of words like majestic, sexy, fantastical, and breathtaking to describe this moment. Though those words were well-suited, they were like those puzzle pieces that looked like they belonged there to throw you off. The smile on her face was devoid of stress, worry, or any immediate concern. I wish this moment would never end, mused Bruce. Maybe life's greatest pleasures were not found in the bedroom, but sharing one's joyful and carefree experience openly, without judgment or explanation. Smoke hid the ground and went as high as the ankles, which gave his wife the appearance of floating above the dance floor. On the other side of the bar, the gentleman who had spoken to Gordon turned from him and began to weave through the dance floor and trying to reach the exit. Hey Tom, where are you going, man? Turning his head to the right, he spotted Max dancing with a very attractive girl. Gotta get in some sleep because I'm gonna be doing some cross-country driving tomorrow. Come on, you can stay a bit longer, said the beautiful woman wrapped around Max. No, no, <laughs> I'm heading out, but you guys have fun. Oh, we will, said the woman as she was trying to redirect Max's attention. Tom just gave a reassuring nod to Max as he passed the young. Lovebirds. It wasn't as soon as he turned that he spotted another couple whose wife or her girlfriend was spinning around in such an elegant manner that Tom just had to stop and admire. He turned from them as well, not to intrude in their fun. However, that wasn't Tom's only distraction. Not stepping on the other dancers' feet because of the fog poised another. With careful footwork and his eyes glued to the ground, he managed to avoid stepping on anyone's feet. Tom was no more than 20 feet from the exit sign when he reached into his tight jean pocket to fish out his cell phone. He knew if he didn't set the alarm that there was no way he'd get up on his own. Tom had driven cross-country before. And although there was a certain level of danger to make such a trip, he felt a certain level of comfort knowing he would be leaving Sleepy Hills. and seemed like out of nowhere, the image of the... His eyes expanded when he heard that sound. Under his breath, I must be imagining this. It appears no one else heard it but me. The patrons were still dancing and drinking. Not even a curious glance from the crowd could be spotted. Taking a deep breath and closing his eyes, he repeated a single word in his mind. Calm, calm, calm. Opening his eyes, he felt a bit better. They resumed the course. The oversized steel door handles felt unnaturally cold for some reason. And with a forceful pull, the door swung open. Beyond the doorway waited a parking lot, which appeared nearly full. Tom stood in the front of the power fly entrance, and above him was an electric sign in a hot pink light glow with the bar's name, where the B portion of the sign was flickering on and off, while the rest of the sign continued to provide a consistent glow. Tom was always bothered by that. To him, the owner should fix that ASAP. But if the establishment level of disrepair showed anything, was the owner did not care. Tom took his focus from the sign to where his truck was parked, in the back of the bar, fly. Previous vehicles didn't fare well in parking lots like this. The grass was a bit overgrown as Tom made his way around the bar to the back. Tom paused for a moment when he realized that the footsteps he heard was not his own. It was much too dark to spot where the sound was coming from. Hey, anyone out there? As he waited for a response and one none returned, he waited. When he heard nothing but the wind, he resumed again. this time, Tom didn't stop and as he turned the corner of the bar thinking he was home free and even managed to pull out his car keys, the stench of roadkill struck his nostrils and at first he didn't know there was a party going on behind the bar. However, there was something really off with this party, for one thing there was no music No dancing, or even a single conversation. Then they hit Tom like a ton of bricks. Their eyes, while open, had an odd green glow to them. Tom's mouth went bone dry, while still holding his keys in his hands. Gordon's head was starting to rock up and down and he knew it was time to pay his tab and go home. Hmm, must be the TV, thought Gordon. But he could have sworn that the sound came from outside. It better not be a poetry said under his breath. And that concludes our episode for today on the Midnight Train to Sleepy Hills. Please stay tuned next week for our next episode and follow the journey of what occurs in the town of Sleepy Hills. Do you sleep?